Welcome to Lancelot's Roundtable Podcast. On Lancelot's Roundtable Podcast, I gather at the table with special guests and listen to their unique stories and learn about their lives. In having these long-form conversations, I hope to grow in my perspectives and understanding. So get ready to listen in. As you listen to this and other episodes, perhaps your life will be enriched in a meaningful way. You just realized you have no more coffee. Correct. Well, it was tea. <laughs> oh, I like okay. looked into my mug and like, yep, it's pure disappointment done. on his face. We're done. Pure disappointment. <laughs> it's true. With one of our FIV applicants, when he's telling us the Taliban are in my neighborhood. They're knocking on doors. They're knocking on my door. He went to the roof. We, Christy and I, prayed that, you know, God would make him invisible, that they would not be able to enter his home and slaughter him and his wife and two children because that's what they would do. So we're walking down the hall and... This one of his his uh, roommates came up. There were three boys in, the, in this room. Came up, and, hey Richie, who's this guy? And he grabs me. He had little hands. He grabbed me by the by the pinky. This is my new pop. Whoa! So oh I'm gosh. like turning away, trying not to like burst out in tears. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He was smart. He knew what was going on. All right, everybody, welcome to Lancelot's Roundtable Podcast. We are coming at you with a new episode. Before we get started into today's episode, please consider consider supporting our work. We want to continue to bring you the best episodes we can. Here's how you can support. First, please consider leaving us a five-star review. It really helps people find us. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Finally, consider making a $5 donation by going to our Instagram page and clicking on the link in the bio. Thank you so much for all the support. This episode has been brought to you by Orphan World Relief. Since its founding in 2008, Orphan World Relief has built strong partnerships with churches, businesses, other nonprofit organizations, and people just like you. Children in crisis, including these, those living as orphans and refugees, kids entering foster care for the first time, older children aging out of the foster care system, families as they deal with the stress and trauma of foster care and adoption. Want to know more? Head over to orphanworldrelief.org to see how you can help by volunteering and or donating. Orphan World Relief. Hope changes everything. All right, so for today's episode, I have two folks returning to the podcast. If you will remember from episode 18, The Power of Art 101, Tony Gardner, and Brandon Jenkins. They are back in studio with Hello. me today. Hi. Nice to be back. Welcome back, guys. It's good to have you. I wanted to talk with a local artist, uh, especially in considering kind of going back to the subject of art. I thought it'd be great to have Tony and Brandon in. So I've invited a local artist, Sam Brick, pronounced Brick, spelled B-R-I-E-C-K, uh, he's an illustrator from Columbus, Ohio. He loves being outside. He enjoys camping, hiking, climbing, trail running, and just general romping around with his wife and two daughters. Uh, his work is storytelling. Whether that's a single image or a whole book, he enjoys creating images that speak to people and invite them to imagine themselves in them. He does comics, posters, book covers, picture books, 
magazine illustration, t-shirts, and more. He's available for commissions and freelance projects. Sam, welcome to the roundtable. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good. It's good to be here. Everybody's everybody's in the studio. So now after that long introduction, we are ready to finally get into the content. Oh, buddy. So, Woo. Sam, how did you get into art? How old were you? Oh, let's see. So, I mean, I kind of started drawing probably when I was six years old. It was probably earlier. I don't know. I've, I always say, like, if I have a that's child. Like, that, that's like one of the classic general. Six young, years old was yeah. a very busy year for, like, <laughs> everything yeah. majority of yes. humanity. <laughs> Things always happen at age mm-hmm. six. Obviously, something neurologically clicked then. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to start storing stuff in my in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I started drawing then. Um, you know, I wasn't into it necessarily any more than any other kid i i think mm-hmm. um um just kind of kept doing that drawing silly stuff and then i think uh, i don't know i just kind of never stopped i think it was about in middle school that i realized that oh i think i want to always do this and middle school you said i think so. that was kind of when i started to like realize like okay this is this is a thing that like um I don't know if I had in my head that like I wanted to do it as a job. I think I was still holding out for being a space ranger, um, <laughs> and then very quickly realized that I don't have the mental disposition to be an astronaut. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and yeah, I think after that, I was like, I, I couldn't really see myself doing anything else, and I just kind of stuck with that, and I was like. I'm sure it was wrapped up in my identity too. I was I was the kid who draws real good in school. Oh and sure, yeah. Um, probably like the best kid who draws in school and kind of, you know, a little bit of an ego starts to build there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It gets thrashed later. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we, we meet our, uh, we meet our ego destroyers in addition to our ego builders. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it was, it was good. It was good to have that. Um, just kind of stuck with that through high school, you know, was like still the kid who draws in school and was like the best one. And then, um, I ended up doing this, uh, it's called like the commercial art career center. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a, it was like at a separate, like kind of arts based high school, um, in Columbus. And kind of the idea of the program was like, Hey, like you want to go to like art school, you want to have this be a profession. It's kind of like a college prep. Like, it's not like a standard, like, you know, high school art class where like, you know, three out of like the 20 something kids there actually care about art. Mm -hmm. Um, so you actually so it, was like to, a, it, was, it sounds like a legit. Yeah, you had to like you had to like in. apply to get into it. Um, and you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm like really good. You know, I'm like the best one in my high school. And I get there, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like new fish in a new pond. Yeah, scratching from the top. Ego, <laughs> ego for sure got checked really hard. Um, which was which was good. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, no, I'm 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 not that great. Like I'm I'm like at the bottom of the barrel here. Like all these other kids are super legit and. And the classes were really hard too, and at you know, um, learning how to like draw from observation and doing like mm. figure drawing and still lifes. Which you know, at that point, I was like, I just want to draw cartoons. I just want to <laughs> draw Batman fighting a jaguar. You know, yeah. like silly stuff like that. Would, and you, would you say it's fair that it, from that point? Well, let me ask you: Was that like basically like you get into a situation where? you had to get outside of your art comfort zone more than you had before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of, that was like, especially that first year. So it's a two year program. And that first year I like really was like deciding like, Oh man, like, 
It was a two-year program? Two-year program, yeah. Um, kind of like, so it was like your junior and senior year of high school, and like you have like your regular classes, and then the, the other half of the day, then you go to this career center, and you're, it, it's not like a career center like in other, it's, it's more of like a college a college prep but course. But separate from your high school, yeah, so you're yeah. going to this completely other center slash campus type mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely like questioning like, oh, do I do I actually want to do art? Like, am I, am I like, that was, that was how rough it was. Wow. Like I was, how, I was like, how quick did it get that rough? Was that like in the first month? For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, I'm trying to remember the timing. I don't know. It was a little bit of a blur, but yeah, just, I don't know, really, really difficult, really challenging. Um, just being forced to draw in a completely different way. And then, you know, I eventually I came out of that like, Oh no. Okay. I, I do want to do this. Mm. I don't think it was until I realized, like, like, so our teacher showed us, like, um, you know, we did, like, a drawing, like, at the very beginning of the course, mm-hmm. and it was all, it was all focused on what they call, like, right brain drawing, so learning how, not just to, like, draw with your imagination, but to, like, draw and capture what you're actually seeing and looking at, um, which was just, like, I don't know, I, I was totally different for me. Yeah. Um, and I felt like, oh, I, I suck at this. Like, I'm, I'm no good. I'm a trash artist. Like, I can't do this. No. Like, I, you know, and, and then kind of, but then at the end of the year, they showed us, like, our drawings and showing, like, oh, you're actually growing. Like, you made progress. Like, you're. So you got to see your. Yeah. Your and I think at that point, that was, like, a huge, like, um, you know, I think if I actually looked at back at that drawing, like, today, I'd be like, no, that's still garbage. Sure. <laughs> but I, I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually growing. Like, I'm actually able to do this. And. Um, kind of after getting past, I was like, okay, I can, this is going to be hard, but like, I can, I can stick with this. And I still, I still really want to do this. And wow. Um, that's, that's wild. So you could see the level of progression that you had from the beginning to the end. So you could kind of look at it and be like, okay, I went through all the hard stuff, made through all the hard stuff. You made the decision before this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to do this. And then you were able to see like, oh, this is actually improving. Yeah. Skills. And I saw the val. I think I saw the value of it too, because before I was just you know just making up stuff out of my head and drawing you know just purely from my imagination and mm. seeing the value of like oh no if you know how to draw the real world and know how to draw like and actually observe things like all that informs your imagination and you're able to like build stuff way more clearly. Um, yeah. So I, I think seeing the value of that that like oh I can actually like pull stuff out of my head more accurately and like yeah yeah just make stuff better and that's interesting yeah yeah that sounds like a lot of training it, yeah. it was it was a lot it was a it was um it was a lot to take in it was it was very intense and i like grew so much from that like yeah. in a very honestly a really short period of time so i'm yeah no, i think grateful. it's pretty honest when you like you didn't quit because it can. It sounds like in the beginning it was a little discouraging. Like, uh, yeah, right. why am I here? Why am I worthy? <laughs> right. And you just kept on it, you know. Yeah, and I think that was good though, just to like, just to test it. Like, hey, like, how serious are you about this? Like, do <laughs> you, you know, is this something you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, getting asked those questions and finding the answers. How close were you to to saying no and quitting? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how close I was to like necessarily quitting, um, but definite like just 
a lot of questions like, wow, I don't know if I can do this. Or like, mm-hmm. do I, do I even like making art? You know, so it was more like a self-reflection thing. It, it was definitely more of like a self-reflection thing. Um, I think f- thankfully we were just being pulled along at such like a breakneck pace. I didn't really have time to like <laughs> yeah. sit and stew. Like, mm-hmm. thankfully <laughs> sometimes, sometimes sitting in self-reflection for too long is like, you know what? Let's just, let's just keep going. Like you'll yeah. figure it out later. And, um, so thankfully I, you know, they, they pulled us along quicker and I was able to get past some of like that, you know, stuff where I could get stuck. Yeah. It sounds like that was by design. Right. I think kind so. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, do you feel that your creativity was crushed at any point or did it help your creativity going through this question. process? That's a good question. Cause you were kind of hinting to it before, like it helped you pull it out in a certain kind of way. Both. Yes, Both, yeah. it was, it was, it was crushed. Um, mm-hmm. my ego was definitely my ego was crushed, yeah. but also like my love of art was like for a while was, it was crushed. Then it was like reformed. Like it like needed to like be crushed. It needed to, it needed to like go through the tough stuff. And then I kind of came out like, Oh, okay. Like, like I'm a completely different artist now. I'm, I'm, I'm better for it. Like, mm-hmm. um, just the, I don't know, the dramatic difference between, you know, um, my art before this and after this, and honestly just my love of it and my approach to it and like what I want to do with it had like completely changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. That's good. Cause sometimes I worry that when we were talking the last episode, how younger kids get their creativity crushed early right. on. But it sounds like the program you were going through was like a little bit of both. Like you said, they had to attain the ego and teach you how to look at it at a different angle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, there were, de- I think there were some other kids in the program who like it, it, it crushed their creativity. And I think it crushed mm-hmm. them. And I, I don't think they, you know, they kind of decided like, Oh, nope, I don't want to do art. Like I'm, yeah, need to need to do something else, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Um, you know, like hey, they figured out like hey, I don't I don't want to do this, and they ended up going down a different path. And well, is it fair to assume that in going to that class, it's people like trying to figure out if they can and or would be able to support themselves in doing it? I I don't think it's like that. I think it's more just. I mean, honestly, those are probably things you should be thinking about, but I think it's more like, Hey, do I want to go to college for this and kind of take the next step into like making this a career or a thing that I do. And, um, so prior, maybe instead of that, then it's prior to making a significant financial investment in. Yes. Yeah. In art school. Yeah. There you go. And that's, it's like, you know, I'm actually glad, like I right. didn't go through, I mean, well, I still actually did go through this in college all over again, but you know, it's like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's multiple stages of of getting of getting crushed, of crushing and, and yes, being rebuilt. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but at least the first stage was done before that, so I don't have these questions like, oh, can I still do this? Oh, well, no, you've already, uh, you've already. That, that would be a rough thing to face if you were like going to school and mm-hmm. paying, shelling out the money, and like, yeah, because then your option, you're very, I don't know, more locked in because it's not like if you drop out, it's like, okay, well then what am I to what am I going to do? So it's probably right. great that you were able to go through that experience in high school. Yeah. Cause I think there's a lot of people who, who don't mm-hmm. and you know, they, they go into college and don't have that stuff. I, I say this, like I had it all figured out and I, I did not, I was still a super dumb kid and <laughs> didn't go, didn't probably put enough thought into going to college mm-hmm. as I should have, but it worked out. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> looking back when I was 18, 19, I, I sure didn't. Yeah, that's for sure. No much of any. I was dumb. 
Yeah. 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 I think that's part of being, that's part, that's part of the definition of being 19 is Mm -hmm. dumb. Yes. The other part too, is I think like if I had put enough thought into it and like, you know, really put the thought in necessary, like would I have done it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm not here to give advice about that. I don't know. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. It's hindsight. It's all right. Yeah. That's definitely fair. Yeah. What was your journey like in uh, college? Uh, college was, um, also super rigorous and tough and a lot of more questioning, getting crushed more, learning a lot of, a lot of new things. I think the first time I, I started like painting was like, I hadn't really painted at all until I got to college. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, um, so it's kind of, you know, getting pushed even further out of my comfort zone and, um, it was good. Yeah, college College was like a weird... Where did you go to college? Oh, so I went to a, a Columbus College of Art and Design. CCID? Ooh, yeah, CCID. Yeah. Woo. Um, yeah, just more growth, more getting pushed out of my comfort zone, more just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my art. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I kind of also feel a lot of feelings of like inadequacy and just being surrounded by like other kids who are just like these, you know, in my eyes were just like these like giants, like they're yeah. just, you know, monster artists. Like they seem like they have it figured out and um, which is, it's that's, you know, that's really hard and it's super uncomfortable and, um, you know, it's, it's not comfortable to feel inadequate all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. No matter what situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like that pressure, it was, was good. Just being surrounded by all these kids who like, you know, I, I thought their art was better than mine and then their art was better than mine. It definitely sure. was. And you know that, but that, that pushed you, you know, it pushed me to, you know, to, to try harder, to, to work on my craft more and, um, up your game. Yeah, basically. Um, and it was inspiring too, like seeing what they were doing, like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to try do something like that. Or I, you know, seeing how far they're pushing in and I was like, Oh, okay. I can, I can push my stuff farther. And so it's, it's equal parts. Like, wow, this is, you know, kind of depressing and crushing, but also like I'm, I'm getting inspired and Mm -hmm. getting, you know, getting a fire kind of built up inside me. And, um, so yeah, it was kind of all of that. And, um, but also a little anxious, like kind of like, Oh, I don't really have it figured out. Like what I want to do with, like, I'm getting through college and I still don't have it figured out. Like what I want to do with my art. I, I feel like, does that statement mean you you were trying you you weren't clear on what you wanted to do after college? Like you, yeah. you're learning all this art, you're getting all these things, and then what? So there's this looming right. finish line exactly. coming yeah. ever closer. Yeah, and and maybe that's more universal. Like maybe other you know that's how other it is for like a lot of other artists coming out of there, and they just don't show it as much, or mm. um, or maybe I'm just like a slow grower. You know? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I think I think both are probably true. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of been a journey of like slowly figuring out, you know, after college and even beyond that, like just continuing to continuing. I think realizing that college is like not the, at least for me, it wasn't like, Hey, after, you know, you go through this four year program or five years. Cause I took a little longer. Um, Nothing wrong <laughs> with that. didn't we all? Yes. Did, we yes. Did. <laughs> yeah. A little, uh, Hey, I need some money. I'm going to go work at UPS for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, it's funny. Terrible like you experience. Go through, you go through your college stuff, and then you're like, "Oh, I do need to take a break, accumulate some money, so that take, I can take spend a break it. and work at UPS." <laughs> that changed your life. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, just kind of realizing that like, Hey, like this isn't, you know, this isn't it. It's honestly like a small, like college is like a small fraction, at least for like my journey, like already it's like a small fraction of the growth and, and stages for it. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I, I learned a ton of, like, I don't think I would be the artist Mm -hmm. I am today if I didn't do that. Um, you know, I've always kind of wondered like, Oh, if I, you know, was just like self-taught or just worked on my craft outside of college. And I don't know if I had the personality for that or if I had, I think some, I think a lot of people, there's some people that can do that and other people that, you know, I, I need to, I need to have some stuff taught to me and like have some stuff figured out. And well, even what you've described in your two year thing in high school and then yeah. in college was the fact that you had to do things that you probably wouldn't have done. Yeah, I definitely, without. I think it was good for me to like get pushed. Yeah. Um, I think some people can push themselves like early on like that. I think I needed to get pushed to the point where like I can, okay, I have all this stuff figured out. Now I can kind of explore on my own. And I know, I know what to teach myself. I know what I don't know Mm -hmm. and what I need to work on. And, um, yeah, so I I think it was really valuable in that sense, but there's still, you know, even after that, there's still a lot to figure out and still a lot more growing that needs to be done. And, Mm -hmm. um, so fast forward to when you're done with college. Yeah. Then then what? Um Yeah, still still not super sure what to do. Um kind of doing some some work on the side. Um also I was getting ready to get married, so I'm like, okay, I need some money. Like and you so know So you and Kendall, did you guys start dating in college? We did start dating in college, yeah. Okay. Kind of bonded over. She was had her graphic design homework and right. I had my <laughs> my illustration homework. And so we, we do homework together. Where'd she go to college? Uh, she went to, um, Ohio state kind of like there had like a really legit, like design program mm-hmm. there that she was in. Um, the Ohio state university, the Ohio state okay, university. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of, one of the Ohio state, one of them, <laughs> one of the couple. Not to be confused with just Ohio state university. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. It's always gotta be the, the, yes. We don't say the CCAD. I don't know. <laughs> they should for the cost of the tuition. Yes. Right. <laughs> the, arrog- the arrogance. So you're getting ready to get married. Yes. Your, um, your working jobs on the side. Had Kendall graduated yet? Yeah, she had graduated. Um, we kind of graduated right around the same time. I think it was like a little bit after her. Um, there was some life stuff that happened there. That I think pushed mine back a little bit. But um, yeah, so kind of. Yeah, just started taking mundane jobs. I was working at like a print, like a like a big, huge, like digital print shop. Sure. Um, um, which not as cool as it sounds. I was basically yeah. just working like you're just printing wallpaper and like giant like retail store things, and it was like a really just like a really toxic environment, mm. like relationally. And literally, like literally, like toxic, toxic, paint, toxic ink, ink and people. chemicals. And I, I, there was, yeah, I might have accidentally ingested some, like, you know, something sprayed and got in my mouth. I'm oh, like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's not artistic, good. Does it give you artistic superpowers at that point? You know, <laughs> shooting pain out of your. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but just well, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll find out later down the road. Yeah. We'll <laughs> pray against that. Yeah. We'll pray against. That. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's fine. I think I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, working mundane jobs like that. I, I started working at, at Nationwide after that, like in a call center for retirement plans. Oh, been in a call center. <laughs> yeah, which is um, 
that was a weird spot were to you, be were in. Were you doing eight-hour days or longer? Um, I know it's only, it's only like eight-hour days. Um, you say only. It's like being on the phone for eight hours. Well, so I, the other job I had, I was doing like 10, 12-hour days okay. um, at the print shop. So this was a nice change so you, of pace. Were you doing both at the same time? No, 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 no. No, no. okay, um, so you went from yeah, really was, long days in a toxic, literally and figuratively yes. situation to working a stable eight hour a day yeah and that was that was a great environment like a great switch being at nationwide i loved everything about it except like the actual job itself mm-hmm. like it, literally everything else was great like the people were great yep. like the office space was great like you know just great relationships but the actual job was terrible <laughs> yep versus the other one where it's like oh the job is actually really cool but you know everyone else around me is is you know not great to work with yeah. like Bosses really don't like us. And also, this company seems like it could collapse, like, <laughs> any, day, any, any day now. Oh, no. Um, but anyway, so I worked through all that. Um, and then kind of at Nationwide, like, kind of slowly started to, like, work towards, like, okay, I, I'm going to try and, like, make the jump to to doing freelance work full time. And kind of have slowly transitioned to, like, you know, taking on more and more projects and, um but eventually, I, I quit it. I didn't jumped into freelance, and um, how hard was that? That was hard. It yeah, easy? it's it's a very and st- still feeling like I hadn't like had my art like figured out or what I wanted to do with it. So it was a lot of like just really random jobs and stuff, and um, a lot of lot of up and down, having to like kind of go back in and do some other mundane jobs to to keep finances going, and um, yep. yeah. Yeah, just very, very up and down, very, like, feeling like I was very, like, lost. Mm. Like, very lost with my art. Like, I don't know, I don't know where to go with it. Um, and I don't know where I'm going, and I don't know how to get to somewhere that I want to. Just Yeah, just very, very lost, very, like, a little, a little despairing, for mm-hmm. sure, um, going through that. And then I think in the last, like, um, last like couple of years kind of feeling like a path is like, like I'm still, I still feel like I'm in the wilderness, mm. but I feel like there is a path now to follow. You can see the finish line. Like it's, it's still, yeah. a, it's still a really hard path. Um, but it's like, Hey, like it, it's a path. Like that's yeah. awesome. Like I, I feel like I know, I know where I'm going. Like I know where I want to take my art. Like jobs are coming in that are like, Oh, this is, this is kind of like more up my alley or, you know, this actually pays well or mm-hmm. oh, this this pays like. <laughs> Can you talk through a little bit more about what that was like to go from like the, I don't know, the, the way that you word it almost feels like you're just stuck in the ocean on a boat and there's no engine, there's no wind. So you're just and then all of a sudden like, oh, you've got a direction. Yeah. How, how did you get to from I don't know where I'm at to here's a path? Yeah, it wasn't like there was necessarily a dramatic transition just i think there was um yeah just certain certain jobs that came along or opportunities that sprung like and, and just kind of like little little things but they kind of slowly start to build on each other there mm-hmm. was um um i think one of the big ones was uh the guy who does my screen printing um mm-hmm. uh, upright press jess Hinshaw, good guy um I had done some, I was a part of like some poster shows and got some printing done through him. 
And then um, he ended up starting doing some other poster shows of his own. Um, one in particular called uh, Prince and Pints, mm-hmm. um, where he kind of paired like it's a bunch of like local breweries that get paired up with like different local artists. Um, and they have like a big, huge poster show. And it's all like, you know, it's like gig posters for beer, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people come and buy them and they're like, you know, super limited edition and. Um, being a part of those, honestly, the value of that was more just like, you know, yeah, getting paired up with like different breweries and like there's been a lot of like really cool work that's come through that. But also just, I don't know, getting more plugged in with like other artists too, yeah. and kind of seeing other people who are doing, you know, different things, but kind of they're kind of generally going the same direction that I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's that's cool to be around. I feel like I wasn't. After college, I was for a while. I wasn't around people like that. Yeah, makes sense. Um, it's important. Yeah, like to be around people yeah. who are yeah doing what you want to do and kind it's of like oh yeah, I'm not crazy. There are other <laughs> yeah. people doing this and making a living and they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, who are your biggest supporter during this time? Your supporters, family, friends, like who are like yeah, keep going. Yeah, definitely like my family's always been like really supportive. Like you know, my parents were always like. Even when I was younger, like, oh, yeah, you know, go go do it. Be an artist. Like, they they had, you know, they are no barriers to that at all, mm-hmm. um, which I'm, I'm very, I'm very lucky for that. I think there's other people who, mm-hmm. you know, do not have that situation. Yeah. Um, um, you know, my, my wife's always been, like, super supportive yeah. of that. Um, that's kind of one of the things we bonded over to is, like, wanting to kind of do work like that and work on stuff together and still kind of have that plan down the road. Our life's a little unbalanced right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Crazy work and, you know, little rugrats and <laughs> sounds like a joy. It, 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 it honestly is. It, it's crazy yes. and it's, it's really hard, but it's also really joyful. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Yeah. It just, Kind of makes your schedule a little bit silly sometimes, but it's a definitely li- worth a it. A little silly. Just a <laughs> little silly. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, what was the name of that printer? Um, that upright Upright Press. And what was the name of the guy? Uh, Jess Hinshaw. Yeah, he's a cool He does all my screen printing. Um, he uh, he kind of helped me get into screen printing because it's a whole different, like making stuff for screen print is yeah. like a very different process. And um, what is screen printing, guys? So screen printing is um, it's kind of like a, a method of printing where like they lay down like. It's all kind of based around like how many colors you have in that print, um, like some of those prints out there. I have like, you know, four five colors, sometimes two or three colors, but they lay down all of one color in one pass, usually with like a squeegee over a, a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they lay down the next color on top of that. And so um, it's, it's a cool process and has yeah. like a, the prints themselves have like a, like a thickness to mm-hmm. it. Cause it's like just whole layers of, of ink being laid down. But the way you have to make your art is at least for me, it was just like, now it actually totally makes sense. But mm-hmm. in the idea of like, Oh, so I have, I'll, you know, I have to have all of one color on the same layer Mm-hmm. even if those colors are like in the foreground, middle ground background. And so just like wrapping my head around that um, was really difficult. I, I sent him like, cause I had done stuff for screen print before and other shops have like, 
I'm not sure how they got them printed. They might have had some guy like come in and fix my stuff, but I, I, yeah. I'd, I'd sent some like early stuff to Jess, and it was just like hot garbage. Oh <laughs> just, no, just terrible. And he like kind of helped me through it, and helped me figure out how to do it. And um, so, are you doing like the way that you just described it? In my mind, it sounds incredibly difficult and complex. You literally have to put down one of the same color, and you're trying to put your designs while you're doing that. It's yeah, so you have like the you have the image, um, and then you just have to you have to like figure out how to get all of the colors on the same layer, even if in the actual image itself you're gonna have colors in the foreground, background, and so you, it's it's honestly once you get down to it, it's actually not that complex. But for me, it was just like the exact opposite of like how I yeah. made art. And so for me, it was, it was another way of getting thrown out of my comfort <laughs> yeah. zone. You had to rethink how to, this has a theme. Yeah. <laughs> you had to rethink how to do. Oh everything. yeah. It's complicated. It's beautiful. It's fun to watch. Uh-huh. Um, watch some YouTube videos on it. I will. But, yeah. Um, that's nice. I just feel like you get to a certain point and you're doing another layer and then you make a mistake and then it's the whole thing. No, it's not that because it's not also digital too. So like, it's not. Well, I, wait, how's it digital too? Well, you so you're at least for me when I the way I do it, I I I'm like doing it all digitally for screen print. Um, there has been ways where like I've done it like like as as pencil drawings, and then I'll scan it in, and uh-huh. um, I I think that process didn't work out. There's other people that do it really well, but that process didn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to try that sometime Wait, are later. you saying like you do it digitally and then the printer prints it the way that you were yes, describing yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were out there like <laughs> no, these no, different no, no, colors. No, 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 and no, like, no. Okay, for this get, layer, I'm going to get part of an ear. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, you have, you just have to like set up all the layers. You have to like, you know, make the art and have all the layers set up properly. And then they, they're actually okay. the ones doing the printing. Um, yeah. Sometimes so they'll go and, and they'll let upright press. He's yes. printing what you're sending him he digitally. And then he's like, okay, this didn't turn out right. Yeah. Try again. Yeah, but oh, I, okay. I have I have to like actually, you know, make the art, make sure it's all set up right. And um it's kind of cool because there's a little back and forth on like like working with like mixing because he has to like mix all the inks custom and so we'll kind of figure out like, hey, like what you know, I'm trying to get this color and he'll do some test prints, and then we can also kind of mess with like the opacity of the ink. Mm-hmm. Um and so you can kind of get some some tricky like you have like three colors but if there's a little bit of opacity you can kind of sneak in like five or six other colors if you want it's- see i can kind of speak into this realm a little bit a little bit from my marketing expertise so it's it is a thing to have a digital color that's cool for a website and that's your brand color on a website mm-hmm. but a digital color doesn't equal a a physical color. So to get the same color that's in digital format right. into the correct physical for branding purposes, like companies have to do that. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, it sounds like describing that type of a process where you get like to a green. Yeah. And then when it goes out on physical print, it's not really that green. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, a, it's not a perfect trend or maybe it's just my janky version of Photoshop that I use. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Time um, for an update. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, the color you have on the screen, like, you know, what I'm seeing on the screen is like, there's a little bit of like mixing you have to do with the inks to like get it close to that. And, yeah. and Jess is great. Like, you know, we'll do like test prints and like, he'll like, hey, this is kind of like, you know, 
this is kind of a, the color we're going to get there. And sometimes he'll surprise me. He's like, oh, these colors actually look way better than what I had on the screen. Now, how does he send that to you? Is that a, like, does he send it to you in an email? Be like, here's what it looks like. Um, so like during like COVID and stuff, like he would just like send me like literally just pictures with his phone to like, Got like, it. hey, here's the test prints. But like a lot of times, like, you know, I'll go in and like, we'll look at okay. the colors like physically and kind of see what yep. they're doing. And um, so that's kind of a fun, like, you know, being involved in that price. Yeah. It's not just like sending something off to Kinko's and yeah. you know, I'm like, Oh, this is bandy and terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's kind of a fun back and forth process a little bit. Um, but I've like, I like sworn off doing stuff for screen printing like multiple times. Cause it was mm-hmm. just early on. It was just so frustrating. And so like, Oh, I can't get my head around this. And like, yeah. I, it's like each time I did another print, I had to like relearn how to do it. And now I like love it. Mm. I like love doing stuff for screen mm-hmm. print. I think because it's such a different way of, of making art than just like, you know, doing like a digital painting or like an acrylic painting. And, mm-hmm. um, it's like a, it's like a fun, like exercise. Interesting. Um, and plus I just love the way it turns, like how, how it looks when it turns out, like just like the big blocky vibrant colors and it's, yeah, it's a fun process, but it was no really uncomfortable at the start. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Tony, did you have any other questions? I was going to move into like his art now. Oh no, the, nope, nope, we're good. You're good, Brandon. Yeah. Did you have anything? You're good. I'm good. He's good. Brandon's good. He's good. Good, Brandon. So I guess <laughs> now it's time to move into a, what I would call like a newer segment. We can go back and stuff, but I kind of wanted to get a time get get a decent chunk amount of time to talk about your art today. Sure, like, sure, yeah. Sam Brick. We've gone through his origin story. So if we have. Iron Man, the origin story, and now now we need to know like what what does Sam the artist do? Yes, right. Well, so right now, um, yeah, I'm in kind of in a, a crazy period of life where balancing like being a dad and being an artist and um, juggling all these different jobs and 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 like per like projects I'm getting paid for and personal projects that I want to do. And it's, it's a little crazy. Um, but I, I'm really liking all the stuff that I'm working on. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to like, feel like, okay, I'm, 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 I kind of know what to do with my, I mean, I feel like there's still things I like different directions. I want to take my art and different things I want to like, try out like i'm like currently you know i'd love to get into like board game art oh yeah um, like game design art and i actually have a project right now that i'm working on um that uh it's like a pen and paper rpg um it's basically dungeons and dragons but if it was raccoons oh <laughs> man your raccoons are wonderful and it's it's called garbage and glory i'm in i want it um <laughs> throw some squirrels in there and mm. other raccoons rule raccoons rule yeah it's 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 kind of a, a fun i mean i'm still kind of like in the early phases of it hopefully it'll be coming out like Probably like springtime next year. Yeah, um, working with a company called Wet Ink Games on that. Oh, um, nice! But it was it was kind of funny how that started because I was just you know I was doing these like silly raccoon stickers of just like going through like the mm-hmm. the vanilla classes of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. But like oh, it'll be like raccoons making all their stuff out of garbage. And yes, um, I went to um, this convention um, called like Origins Game Fair. Had a booth set up there and was selling you know prints and stickers. And they came up to me and wanted to build a whole game around this. I don't know. It's just kind of funny, like this silly little project and it's, it's, you know, 
grown into something bigger. And yeah, that's it's, wonderful because yeah. the game's going to be around. Your kids are going to enjoy it. Your family and your friends. And yeah. you seem super stoked and excited about it because it I is. Am, yeah. And I've seen some of these characters, and it's like he put a lot of thought. Like you can write a one book off of one character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like this is deep. This is really deep. So yeah. I can tell your creativeness came out there. Is there? Do you have a different process for when you're creating for yourself or in creating for work? Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of depends because sometimes for work I have, you know, different work projects I can connect with easier mm-hmm. than others. Um, yes. You know, there's, there's definitely plenty of work projects where it's like, um, like I'm not like super into, like it's, it's more like, you know, the, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what the client wants yes. and I'm, I'm getting it done. And you know, you know, I'm, Super thankful for the work. It's it's awesome. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tony's you know, making the shape of a box. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yes, you're working in the box in yes. that situation. Uh. Yes, and you know, say like that's that's what they need, and I'm I'm happy to be hired for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but yeah, you 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 know, it's kind of working within a box and working with like someone else's idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also like creativity in there too. Like, okay, how do I like you know a lot of creativity like really grows and thrives yes. sometimes like in a box when yes. there's constraints. Yeah. Um, it's a good point, but yeah, if it's like personal work for myself, um, in some ways that's more challenging because ah. it's all up to me and yes. like, I, I can, I can do anything with this. Okay. Um, but then also it's easier because it's like if it's my own personal idea, I can connect with it. And it's easier to like kind of, you know, throw myself into that. Mm-hmm. Um, Just let it grow. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's um, the process is like I'll start with like a really loose idea. And I'm actually trying to do this more and more because I feel like I do a lot of like the work in my head mm-hmm. ahead of time. And then it kind of comes out on paper. Yes. Um and so I'll, sometimes I'll try and like not think about it that much and kind of let it grow and, and surprise me on. Cause mm-hmm. I, I always love when a project like surprises you, yes. like you're working on something and you, maybe you have an idea of how it's going to be or start. And then as you're making it, it just like evolves and changes mm-hmm. into deeper like, than you could think. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, uh, where did this come from? Yeah. Yeah. And yet at the same time, there's also something kind of cool about like, cool that's like exactly as i pictured it in yes. my head and so that's yeah. that's also gratifying too yeah. um but the the surprises are always like that's kind of that's kind of more fun yeah do you have a lot of those moments in your art i'm an artist too i don't mm-hmm. do anything too fancy i've been painting since 2018 and it's like oh nice for me at this point it's like this is all for me just for no one else <laughs> um i don't hey, know man, if you have great. those moments um but I hope you do like you still feel creative. You feel like you can sit down or you see something that inspires you and you can just mm-hmm. like, I'm not worried about anything. It's just me and the paper. Yeah, no, I, I definitely still do. Um, yeah. A lot of one of one of the big parts of like my business and um, kind of like a big money maker for me is like doing um, I'll do a lot of different like conventions or shows where I'll sell mm-hmm. like like prints and stuff um, and stickers and and, you know, kind of like when I'm making stuff. There is always in the back of my head, like the marketability of something. Yes. Um, like, hey, like, you know, I want to make sure that like I like it. Absolutely. Um, like I'm that I'm into it because otherwise it's more work. Like to work on something you don't actually like. Like yeah. it's 
um, you know, you gotta be able to pour yourself into it. But then there's always in my head, like, are other people going to like this? And so in in doing those and seeing people like respond to my stuff is like really gratifying. Mm -hmm. And I feel like lately more and more I've been doing stuff where it's like, I don't care if people are going to like yes, this or not. Like I, I want to do, and then like, I'm, I, I really want to do this. Like this could be I'm kind of being weird. Like, is this going to be like weird for people? Like are people <laughs> going to be into this? And then seeing people respond like, Oh, they are They're into, into this. this. This is great. Yes. Like that's, you know, yeah. So, that, cool. so there is always like that tension of like, yeah, I'm always kind of thinking like, are people going to like this? Like, is this gonna, you know? Yeah. Is it too far out the box? Right. Is yeah. It's going to scare people off. Um, but I don't, I don't think, I'm that's like hindered my art at all okay, or, good. or like hampered or fe- I feel like I'm like not going as, as crazy as I could. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like I'm with a lot with my art, like, Hey, like I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really gratifying, like seeing yeah. people like, like respond to that and, and buy it. And even just like staring at it and looking at it and getting people getting lost in it. Like yeah. that's, I don't know. That's, um, that's like really cool. That's you know, you I, start to vibe together. Like you get it. Yeah. yeah. I might yeah. give it to you for cheaper because you get it, but maybe not. But, but even there, there have been parts where like, you know, if people haven't bought anything, but they're just like staring at it. For like, And I can tell like, like they're not even paying attention. They're mm-hmm. just like, I'm at the booth and you know, I, I don't like, I'll like say hi to them. Yeah. Like, hey, how's it going? And you know, I try not to like, it's nice, like selling stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, I don't have to like sell this. Like, right. it's, you know, it's it's talking. The yeah. art speaks to them, <laughs> <laughs> but it does, and it, it's it's cool seeing people just like get lost in that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like that's kind of what I always try and do in my art is like tell people a story or create something where people can like get lost in, it. like imagine yeah. themselves in it, um, get lost in the little details mm-hmm. and. Um, very interactive. Yeah. Cause I think that's the kind of art that I liked growing yeah. up was like stuff you could get lost in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, obviously like where's Waldo and stuff yeah. like, like, you know, huge into where's Waldo. Um, and yeah, just being able to like imagine yourself and stuff like that. Um, nice. So when, when people, when people get lost in that stuff, I, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's there there's no greater day when someone connects and like I get this or they say something or they sit there and they stare at it a little longer maybe. Mm-hmm. Um it's like okay. Cuz it's like I feel this and you feel this and it's like all right, cool. It's what I intended um mm-hmm. in some cases. Uh yeah. What's your uh what do you for me when I do art like I have a certain mood that I kind of have to be in. Like my mind has to be cleared. I can't be tired. I can't have too many sugary things. Like <laughs> I, I don't know why, like it amps me up. Like I have to have the same sun, the same sunlight during a certain time of day. Like what you is be in your the same process? room? Yes. You do have yeah. to be in the same And sometimes room, yeah. I lay down and I paint and it's comfortable for me. You like lay on, down pillow, on my stomach and on a pillow. And I just, that's yeah, cool. oh, I'm nice. off my elbows. So that's kind of my process sometimes. What is your process like when you do, when you start creating for yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yourself? Um, I mean, sometimes it's the same process like for like professional work too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it is like a little like you kind of have to get in the like get in the zone and yes. like find the zone. Um, 
which is d- difficult with with kids running around because it's I like know. oh yeah, my it's, yes. it's like oh man I'm I'm so distracted and like but it's like at, or you that, get there and you're in the zone and then you're you, out of the zone yeah you have to you have to manufacture the zone in yeah. a way and um I don't know, definitely just like yeah like, you know being in being in my studio being at the desk um some big old noise canceling headphones uh, and silence. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, not yet. Music. Like I'll definitely listen to like music. Um, usually like no lyrics, just like ambient stuff. Okay. A lot of, a lot of post rock. Um, also kind of went through like a slash. I'm still going through like a somewhat trashy new wave retro phase. Uh-oh. Thank you. Stranger things. Stranger, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's all, it's, it's actually good. I, yeah. I love it. You know what? I just, I respond to it, so I'm just gonna embrace it. There you it. go. <laughs> just embrace it. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I don't know. Sometimes I think I can like, oh yeah, I can watch something while I'm working, and it's yeah. like, no, you, no, I can't. Stop it. it just, get off. Yeah. Get off the YouTube. Turn that movie off. Just put the music on and do it. Like you're not. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. definitely relate to that. I listen to documentaries, art documentaries, and I'm like, am I? I'm keeping looking at the paper at the TV, and like, nah, this isn't happening. <laughs> It's yeah. yeah, it's it's hard. Even like if it's just like a um like sometimes even like like podcasts, unfortunately, ironically. <laughs> but it's like it's I'll, I I I love podcasts, but it's like if I'm working on something, it it depends on what stage I'm at. Like if mm. I'm at the stage where it's like, hey, like I've got it figured out, I'm just like cranking and rendering, mm-hmm. like it's not not like it's like like mindless, but it's like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um then it's like I can like listen to something and it's good. But if I'm like at the early stages where I'm like sketching and trying to figure something out and that's, I try and like stay in those stages longer. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll get out of like, Oh, I just want to, I just want to get to like, you know, the painting and like the final art. And it's like, no, yeah. just why don't you sketch a little bit more, figure it mm. out more. Like, um, like in those stages where it's like, I, you know, I have to, I have to try and just be completely present, like not be listening to anything else or watching anything mm-hmm. else aside from like, um, music or whatnot, like that's where like the most thought, you know, goes in. And, um, that's something I've been like learning as, as my career has gone on is like, which is such a silly thing. Like my professors would just like scoff at me with like, yeah, what I, (laughs) we've been telling you this Uh, (laughs) just like staying in the sketching phase. And like, even if you think you have the idea, it's like, no, just do a bunch more, like, you know, push, push the idea more, um, keep so it going is, is sketching like the, you're figuring it out. And then when you're, when you're ready to paint, that's like final product. Yeah, usually, I mean, there's still, there's still room for surprises. And I, I like okay. to, I, I still like to leave room for surprises. Um, interesting, but sometimes it's more just like, Oh, I was just lazy and I just wanted to get to the painting stage yeah. and I get there. I'm like, Oh, I'm in trouble. I don't have this figured out. And yeah. now I'm like in the middle of this painting and this is a huge problem now. So and you don't have an escape route. Yeah. And you know, or like I'll have to end up backtracking a little bit okay. or, or feel like, Oh, this, you know, there, there have been a few times where um, it's like, I need to start over oh, on no. this acrylic painting that I've put Ooh. 30 plus hours into. <laughs> that's like, oh, oh that's gosh. so painful. Ugh. And you know, you learn, you learn, you learn. Yeah. You, <laughs> you learn, learn real quick. The ones outside you said were what? A hundred plus hours. The ones that you have, uh, probably around there. The screen printing ones, 
probably not as probably more like 50 ish hours. Um, but definitely the acrylic paintings like, yeah, like easily a hundred hours. Wow. That would be, that would be really hard to get. Well, even 30 hours. Like, I mean, you think about that in terms of like eight hour work days. That's, that's a long time that you're talking about a work week. The nice thing about painting. Yeah. The nice thing about those mistakes is like, because there's so much time in, it's like, yeah, you're not going to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> you, you might, you might, but you'll, you know, you'll spend, you'll spend more time in the, in the prep phase. And, um, I think with a lot of my work, it's a lot of like, and a lot of my like illustration professors like taught us to do. And I've since getting out of college, I've kind of <laughs> feel like I've had to like relearn to do that is just yes. like, just like all the prep work beforehand, like, you know, Hey, like figuring out your colors, like what's your color scheme going to be? Mm-hmm. How do these colors interact together? Figuring out the composition, mm-hmm. doing all the sketching and, um, you know, doing all the works so that when you get to the final painting, you're just, you, you don't have to worry about how all that stuff's going to work out and you can just focus on like, the craft of painting. Yeah. And I think that's cool. And my process is different because I'm like an outside artist. Like I didn't have any training before. So it's interesting to hear you talk about it in the process of how you mm. do it. Yeah. Cause I'm just, I'm just like crazy when I go to, I'm like, okay, here's my idea. All right. I spend some time thinking about colors cause sometimes it doesn't work out, but now I like the contrast in between the different way we do mm-hmm. art. Uh, what percentage of digital art do you do to say pen to paper or, paint to paper (laughs) yeah um i mean all my all my professional work like 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 freelance work is like it's pretty much all digital um it's just it's just kind of easier to to make changes and adapt stuff for that and and usually what they're what they're looking for it's it's like digital is just better um in terms of like yeah just being able to be flexible and and change stuff and um it's weird though because digital is not it's not like it's easier in yeah. some ways, like, like certain digital paintings are like, Oh, this is actually just as much work as traditional painting because mm-hmm. you can control everything. Yeah. Like, Oh no, you can keep going. Just, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit more, mm-hmm. just a little bit more, you know, just more, more details. Oh, maybe try this. I'll oh, try that. And we're like, a, you know, a lot of times like in, you know, traditional painting, it's like, you need to stop right now. Cause you're going to ruin it. <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're done. And digital painting is like, uh, you keep going. You don't, you don't yeah. ever have to be, you're done not if, running out on anything. You don't yeah. ever yeah. have to be done if you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's been digital paintings where it's like, Oh yeah, no, there's a hundred hours in this too. Like that's crazy. Wow. Um, does it feel like a hundred hours? I mean, it's not, uh, it's usually not, I don't think it would ever necessarily, I mean, I actually don't know what a hundred hours feels like Yeah. because a lot of times like it's, it's broken up like so mm-hmm. much. Like I, you know, I can, I can work on something for like, you know, like three hours at a time and that's kind of it. And then I need to move on to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, like another, you know, another project or work on something because I'll just get burnt out. Um, I think there's been some times where I've done like, I don't know if I've ever done like five hours at once. Um, yeah, that's that, and that's too much. But it's also weird because, like, when you're painting too, like, it's a little bit even like traditional painting. It's even more broken up like that. Like, okay, I put this layer down. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta let it dry and let the paper dry out. So I'll I'll go and do something else. So it's it doesn't just feel like I'm just like at the table for yeah. like you know hours and hours mm-hmm. on time, like nonstop. It's yeah. like a natural progression. Yeah, natural, yeah. Well, there's stages. There's natural stages. Yeah. The process. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it can definitely get more if like it's a tight deadline and it's like, okay, no, you need to, you know, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do five hours today or, or something or something, you know, crazy like that, which that's just not, it's not an ideal working pace. Like it's not good yeah. for the art. It's not good for me, but sometimes that's just what's required. And yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, you and your personal it. artwork, can you just get lost and just keep going? For sure. Yeah. When you're doing something on paper with acrylic, cause I can get lost. I'm like, uh, what? I get lost. I just get so deep into thought and mm-hmm. like, it's so relaxing to me. And a little prayer gets in there, and it's like, okay, so I ain't got nothing else to do. Let's just keep this rolling. Like you were saying, you can mm-hmm. do it with your digital art, but for stuff you put on paper, can you yeah. get lost, kind of? Yeah, definitely can get... It doesn't can, feel like it, 100 hours. No, it doesn't. It doesn't... Yeah. I mean, it. I think when I start to, like, look at... If I if I am keeping a tally, mm-hmm. which sometimes I stop, it's like, no, I'm not going to... I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop counting here. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't It doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's been some times where it's like, oh, I, I don't want to be done. Like, I'm, yeah. I am done. I need to stop right now because mm-hmm. I'm going to ruin it. But, um, yeah, unless unless I've, like, skipped some of the steps. Yeah. And then I'm in it and I'm like, oh, I don't think this is turning out good. And yeah. I need to need to figure this out. And because um, sometimes it's sometimes it's not sometimes it's not relaxing. Sometimes there's like there's definitely like fear with my art mm-hmm. in like. Oh, like, can I, can I do this? Can I pull this off? Like, is this turning out the way I want it to? Like, is this going to turn out? Like, I don't, you know, I'll go into a painting and, you know, I feel like I've done the the prep work, but as soon as I start painting, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there can be fears. That's like, I don't know if this is going to turn out Mm -hmm. or if I'm doing this right. And so it's, sometimes it is relaxing and sometimes they get lost, but sometimes it's, you know, yeah, there's like fears and insecurities Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're just kind of getting tested again. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, if like if it's your job and you have to like deliver a product, it, for I sure, see it yeah, very much like that at times. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. But even like with personal stuff, sometimes even personal stuff is even almost even more fearful because it's it's more it's more personal. Like it's okay. Um, I mean, like all the pretty much most personal stuff I do, I plan on like making prints of it to like. And there's there's sometimes where it's like, nah, this is just for me. But mm-hmm. you know, usually I want to make prints of it to sell. But that's not even the worry. It's more just like, hey, like this, I've had this idea for a while, and it's been in me for a long time. It, you know, I feel like I'm pulling something deep out of myself. And yeah. it's like, if I mess this up, am I messed up? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's there's like a, I don't know. It, there's a fear of like not being able to. I don't know. I actually don't know how to like fully describe that, but there, there is like a, sometimes there is a fear with that, like of my own, like this isn't for anyone. Like, you know, I could, I could totally scrap this painting and you know, whatever, like no loss there aside from time. But yeah, but there's like a, yeah, there's like an almost there's sometimes there's like an anxiety there of like interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to I'm not really quite sure how to describe that. So you like you you have something that you've been thinking about for like yeah how how long would you say I'm sure it's all over the place but give me an idea how long you're thinking of like it's just something for you you might print it you might sell it at, you know at the at the booth yeah but it's something that's it's been in your head like how long does it simmer in your head? Sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's um. Sometimes it's years. Sure. And wow. sometimes it's like a week. Yeah. Like I like, oh, I have this idea. Like I'm going to like, you know, just kind of move on this. And yeah. then, you know, some the painting takes more than a week, but like the idea has only been simmering in there for like a very short period of time. And mm-hmm. 
Um, so I don't know. That's kind of satisfying sometimes. Just like, oh man, I just like that just popped Crushed out of nowhere. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is there ever? I, I imagine there's something that you. It could be even like a. I mean, even just taking the raccoons as an example. Yeah, like it's something that's in the back of your head. You're thinking about it for a long time, and you're still not maybe sure what it is. And then maybe you, you the idea is that you figure it out while you're doing it, and that maybe the end product won't be as good as it feels like it could be. I I don't even know how to put it, honestly. It's sure. it's a weird like personal like yeah. spiritual thing yes. sometimes and you're you're kind of poking at some of it, I think, but there's other things where it's like uh I don't know. I'm sure there's like some insecurity stuff in there too. Of course, absolutely. Like, oh, if I can't do this, like I'm a fraud. What can I do? I'm a fraud. Am I, I an artist or am yeah, I doing I'm this for a- myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a hack, you know, there's yeah. stuff like that. It's I, I'm sure there's, yeah, uh, yeah, probably like, yeah, just insecurities poking up like mm-hmm. that too. Like, Absolutely. Definitely. Like, yeah, sometimes I feel like when I'm, when I'm working on it, like I'm always trying to like prove something. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's always like to myself, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not to, not to like anyone else. I feel like it'd be easier if it was someone else. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I cause everyone like, else is like, you know, like, Oh yeah, I love this. This is great. And it's like, no, it's not. This is garbage. You can't mm-hmm. see it. You're your own worst. Critic, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? I, for sure. Absolutely. It's horrible. It's no wonder artists even do art and yeah. share it and share, and it. share yes. it. That's the key because mm-hmm. you, to get yourself outside of that zone, it takes a lot. Well, you, it's a yeah. whole lot. you even described that kind of in, in your episode mm-hmm. where you talked about selling something oh, for the first gosh. time. I was ecstatic. Yeah. OSU faculty club art auction. And the people just like, I'm like, are you guys serious? I got like a million more of those. Come on, let's buy it. But just sitting <laughs> there, awesome, I had to though. sit separate from my wife and I started sweating because the couple next to me were bidding. And it's like, seriously? Oh, that's And cool. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep doing this. But, for sure. But, but what did it take for you to get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to sell this? Was that a hard? It was the first year I was so fired up. Like, all right, okay. everybody's like, they're liking this. And I had been going to the arch, this art auction before. And I'm like, the only qualification is you're Ohio artist. Well, I'm Ohio artist. And I'm like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And that was it. I was just yeah. at that point because I also entered into a competition and got honorable mention. And I was like, all right, let's just have this first year be crazy. I'm just going to go and yeah. do everything. And I like it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah. It's nice to have someone else. But when you do it for you, yeah, for me, because it's fun. And like I said, it was healing for me. It was like, all right, come on, let's mm-hmm. just do it. And so, but when I did it in that moment, it's just like the whole room stood still like, What? Yeah, For something really I cool. did, I'm an amateur. Yeah. You paid how much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you got to you gotta push yourself, and you have to have people around you who mm-hmm. are encouraging. Absolutely. And I think that's a tricky thing for friends and family. Like, do they know if this is good or not? Yeah. How are you going to tell me? Like, <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to support you. They're going to mm-hmm. say this is good, or they're going to say it's bad. They're like, oh, you're an amateur, or some there's not. I had a really big critic, and that's my wife's grandmother. Mm. She could not understand. So my watercolors are abstract. Sometimes I paint real life, realistic things. Mm-hmm. And she taught me a lot about art. And, art, and there was just like, I showed her this, and she's like, what is this? And I'm like, oh. 
Oh, crushed. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And I was like, you like cats. I'll just paint you some watercolor there cats. And then she was like, oh, yes. Now, this is this has potential. Yeah. So you need, for me, you need someone to say, yeah, no. Right. And then you need you need a cheerleader. It's like 50-50. For mm-hmm. sure. Because then you're, you're the decider at the end. Like, right. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to show this. Yeah. But, man, let me tell you, I could fill this room up with things that I destroyed. Yeah. And I'm mad at myself for that now looking back. Not that mm. I've been doing it that long. Mm. Because I've start I kept some and then I show people like, oh, I like this. I'm like, I didn't even sign this. Like, this is going to the trash, but I just kept it. Hmm. Yeah. You have those moments. I or have those times. I do have I do have a burn box. Uh-oh. But I haven't, I haven't I'm burned it yet. For it. I'm coming for it. I haven't burned it. it. No, I think it's got to burn. No. <laughs> this is like, no, it's like middle school, high school no. stuff. It's got to go. It's got to go. It's the no. evolution of Sam. That like a hundred years from now, that will be like incredibly priceless. Yes. And that's what terrifies me. Because <laughs> that's what I people are going to look at. Yes. Look at all this now. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at that. Look that at this that terrifies me. Like that's going to yeah. be like the big money making stuff. And it's like, no, no. And it's, it's not. It's Sam, what's not. your wife's name? Her name's Kendall. Hello, Miss Kendall. Please find this box and contact Lance <laughs> because we want to see it. Mail to this address. Yes. yes. Oh, please no. Please. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because that's it's the it, yeah. There's stuff you don't think is great, but there are some. It's like, like embarrassing. Like, it's not embarrassing. Embarrassing. It's like stick figures. It's not your what. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just actually afraid to look through the box. Really. Oh man, you should have brought <laughs> no, it. No, you no. should bring the box next yeah, time. Next we'll do a episode. podcast episode yep. here. We'll I regret. That's when you're going to start it. the video part of this. I you regret. Never have said. Yes, I regret mentioning the box. Oh no, it's out there, man. It's going to be so freeing. I promise. Just let it's it. It's going to be really freeing to burn it. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh, I, I kind of like. So Tony kind of got into this. I wanted to like talk about this a little bit more. Talking about like your balance with because most people that do art they don't get into it for a job. Most yeah. people that do art is like mm-hmm. a, it's like a side gig. It's like a it's like a release. It's a relief. Yes. So how have you really kind of balanced the keeping art as something that's for you in addition to it being your job? Hmm. I don't know if I have. Uh, no, actually, I, I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I feel like all the jobs I've had, like there's definitely times where like, I have jobs where it's like, what am I, this isn't, why they hired me to do this? Like this doesn't, you know, quite fit my art or it's, you know, it's a little bit out of the box or what I would normally do. But I feel like a lot of, I've been pretty lucky in that. I think what I want to do and what people want me to do like largely has like, there's not been like a crazy gap there. Mm. Like um, the artwork that I want to do and the artwork that people need or require, like it's, you know, they're kind of, there's a little bit of a blend there. So that's been, I've been really fortunate with that. I feel like, um, especially with what I, what I want to do with it. Um, so that's been, that's been nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is like an interesting thing to like think about. Like if, you know, if I wasn't if I wasn't doing this like for a job or money, like would I be doing the same kind of stuff I'm doing? And I think I would. Okay, I think good. like I don't think my art would change a whole lot really. Um 
Well, it's yeah. probably also like an ebb and flow thing. I mean, sometimes you probably are just like, okay, well, I've got all this work stuff to do, so this is going to be just really busy type of art, and then maybe sometimes that slows down. It's like, oh, I'm just doing art for fun because I don't have a yeah. lot of projects to do. Yeah, I feel like, at least I feel like all the projects I've had, if like largely like people like the work that like a lot of like my, my personal work has like brought in a lot of projects, and so people are mm. looking for stuff largely largely for stuff like that Makes um sense. and so that's been kind of nice like you know by and large like the work that i'm working on is like oh this is like fairly close to like my personal work just in you know in style and subject matter and um in a lot of ways, almost like business wise, it makes more sense because if it's like so different from what I normally do or like it's not, you know, if, if I'm not jazzed about it, um, it's so much harder to work on. Yeah. It's so it's so much more work and, um, you know, so much more time. And, you know, if I'm able to like get into whatever they're hiring me to do and, you know, pour myself into that, then like. I can, you know, it's, it's much less work. I mean, it's still like, you know, I still got to like put in the work, but it's easier to pour myself into that. I think so easier to get into the zone. Yeah. Easier to get into the zone, easier to like, to do all the work and honestly do more work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's, yeah, it's not like it's like less work if I'm, if I'm into it, but I'm, I'm able to do more work if I can, if I'm jazzed about, or if it's like, Absolutely. Hey, like this is kind of where my art fits in. So, yeah. um, so let's take some time now because we're a little bit over an hour. So let's take some time to talk about like where people can find your stuff. Yeah. So you have your website, yes. BrickDraw. BrickDraw.com with a ghost E. <laughs> <laughs> so I never remember if the I becomes before the E or the E comes before the I, but it's I-E, right? I-E, yeah. I, I, think, I forget the rule. Oh, I no. before E, except after C. There's there you boy. go. There you go. There's plenty of words that like are... Um, Counterexamples to that, so that's true. I was waiting for you to go through the rest of the rhyme. What's the rest of the rhyme? Man? It's like I before E, uh, except when it sounds like A, as in neighbor and <laughs> neighbor and way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W E I. That's from that's like from a Brian Regan comic bit actually, because he's talking about having to go through a spelling bee and like what's the rule and like he. And then he has to like recite. Oh, I don't know. Is that like one of his newer things? I don't. I, it's the one that I have on like an old digital thing that I have on my phone still. I can't remember. That. I was like, I, I was remember. like, how? Where did I get that? I was trying to remember like where I had that in my brain, like that rule. And I was like, oh, it's from a Brian Regan bit. So it might not even be. I'm sure it's a real rule, but yeah, I mean, I've, I remember hearing that in elementary school. You and whatnot, did, okay. but um I like to say I before E, except when written by me. So <laughs> I, I, I have, I'm allowed to misspell things. So. <laughs> And spell check doesn't help with it, I don't think. But anyway, so you have your website, yeah. Brickdraw. Brickdraw.com. Do, do they still do Short North stuff now? Um, Gallery Hop? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Actually, I haven't been to the Short North in like forever. Um, so, so you're not even there. So where no, where, where can people find you around town? Um, around town? Um, Man, not really anywhere. I need to like that is <laughs> Columbus Museum of Art. So I am I am doing like some holiday shows coming up here. Okay, um, nice. uh, some big ones um, in December. Um, oh shoot, it's either December th- it's December third and December fourth, but I can't remember which is which. But I will be at the um, uh, it's called Craft and Outlaws, and it's at the Columbus Museum of Art. Ooh. Um, 
And so there's like a big like there's kind of a bunch of different like people like making all kinds of stuff there. And it's a big, huge craft show. It's actually like a big deal. Like there's like lines like out the door before it starts. Wow. Um, I can't wait yeah, to go. I'm, I'm super. It's it's a really cool time. Is this um, like have they done this event before? Or is this like a new Yeah, event? yeah. They've, it's, okay. they've done this. I don't actually. I'm trying to think of how many years this has been going on for. At least, at least like a few. Um, Tony, have you been? Nope, you haven't been. But yeah, it's it's a new. it's a good time. Um, also, it's like I think it's on a Sunday, so admission to the museum is free. So, yes. um, there's actually a lot of people that go to that. They're like, oh, I didn't even know this was going on. We were just at the museum. So yeah. that's a fun. That's got to be like the best. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a crazy show. Um, and then uh, the CCAD art fair is. I think the day before on Saturday, um, December 3rd. Oh my gosh. I don't have a calendar. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I got one. Um, so I'll be, I'll be there as well. There's a bunch of, it'll be a lot of alumni and also current students, um, selling art. Um, that's a really cool show as well. So, um, if you're looking to check out some new artists and say hi to me, you can find me there as well. Nice. What was that? You said it was. I, I get all the stuff that's like popping up. I'm just trying to look up a stinking calendar. Uh, the CCAD Art Fair. Uh, December third is a Saturday. Yes. Okay. So December third, I'll be at CCAD, and then December fourth, I'll be at um, the Columbus Museum of Art for Craft and Outlaws. Okay. I like that name. Let's see what this says. Midwest Craft Con. Oh yes. It yeah. It's mid. I think it's changed names. It's. It sounds like there's it's like, this it's overall, like both at once. So it looks like 501c3 is Midwest Craft Con, provides promotions and education for crafting artists around the Midwest, now hosting craft and outlaws places twice a year. So 2022 winter craft and outlaws, December 4th, 2022, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., Columbus Museum of Art, 480 East Broad Street, Columbus, Ohio. Nice. And it says something here about early bird shopping, one noon to one. Shop from a curated list of crafting artists from around your neighborhood to the Midwest. Is that you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um. Yeah. I think it's just like you can reserve to get in like an hour ahead of time. Um. So I kind of get like first pick. Mm. It is. It is a crazy. Like it's one of the. It's one of the best shows like of the year. Like it's. You know. It'll be completely packed. Like there'll be a huge, like they'll before the doors open, there's like a huge line of people like mm -hmm. ready to get in. And then as soon as it opens up, it's just, it's Mayhem. just madness. Outlaws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it's, the CCAD show you're going to do? Um, uh, the CCAD art fair or winter art fair. I think I forget what they're calling it. Brandon, I was hoping you'd have your computer with you. I forgot it. Wah, wah. It's all good. Lance has his right I there. Do. I do. I just have too much technology in front of me. No, I think You're it's doing exciting great, because it's like the rush before Christmas. Everybody wants to get something cool and right, creative. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's local artists. And I was hitting hard on that on the last episode that was on local, local, local. Support your local artists. Do you have favorite local artists? Oh, man. Um I mean, there's some there's some some buddies I have that are doing some cool local art. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people like in the like the screen printing and printmaking community, they're doing some really cool stuff. Um, some of them might be there. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't actually I haven't, I haven't actually looked at the roster, so I'm not actually sure who's all going to be there. But um, so I, I just looked up Columbus 
or Columbus College of Art and Design Winter Art Fair and Marketplace, Friday, December 4th through Sunday, December 6th. Uh, noon on Friday, I guess. December 4th to midnight. Um, Columbus College of Art and Design's Holiday Favorite Art Fair heads online. Is it virtual only? Oh, that might be old. That might be like some 2020 stuff. You know, that word we're not it allowed is to 2020. say. Yeah. It is 2020. Everything had to Why be virtual. Why is that at the top of my Google list? Yeah, those, vir- <laughs> those virtual shows were... Uh, oof. <laughs> yeah. You can't experience the same. Did you participate? Looking on your iPad. There was nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, what were you going to do? You know, no one else was doing anything. How was it set up? Like, is like a Zoom meeting someone pops in and you have to talk? Or uh, someone walking around with a camera no, in the room? No, it basically just worked out. No, like, you weren't... It was basically just like, hey, like they were just promoting everyone's like, like shop pages. Oh, okay, basically. nice. Um, nice. I think there was still. I was actually surprised how some of those virtual shows how well they did initially. I think there was a lot of like, like, hey, like let's support these artists. Like you know, this is uh, this is really terrible and rough. And uh, but then after that, it was just like virtual shows were just like, ooh, this is mm, this gross. ain't it. Yeah. But uh, what are we gonna do? So right. yeah. Okay, so I found the actual site for 2022. Saturday, December 3rd, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Looking for unique gifts this holiday season? Look no further than College, Columbus College of Art and Design's Art Fair and Marketplace. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, that's a really there. cool. That's a really cool show. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of students there and a lot of, like, alumni as well. So there's some... Um, it's only $7 for a ticket. Totally I think that's, it. like... Is that all day or is that? It says general admission online. Okay. $7 a piece. And then early access admission is $20. Gotcha. Yes, yes. A piece. For those who can't wait. <laughs> but I'm that guy. No, I was when it say, comes to art also, and antiques, I'm always there before everyone. I think there's a lot of like collectors that go to that too. And a lot of people like looking for like original art yeah. too. So they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get, get in, in there, there early yeah. and snag the pieces. I actually haven't, I haven't, I haven't sold any original. Like I haven't tried to like sell original uh-huh. art yet. It's all just been prints, but I think, I think this year I'm going to, I'm going to have some originals to do it, to sell. So do it. love it. It's just like, Oh, my babies. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. That's what it is. They are your babies. But they if the are, price is right, they are adopted. <laughs> yes. I'm a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your new mommy and daddy. They have more money. <laughs> You'll be happier, I promise. Yes, they're your babies. We are talking about art and not actual children. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would do this. This is signed on from a uh, current and past social worker for children's services. <laughs> yes. Not children. Not children, folks. <laughs> That's awesome. Anything else going on that you want to tell folks about? Um, yeah, those shows. Um, your Etsy page? Yeah, I've got, an, I've got an Etsy shop. That's where I sell prints um, and stickers on there. Um, oh, so there's a, I actually have a big sale going on. Oh, yeah, I just totally forgot about this. Um, it just <laughs> went live um, yesterday. On your Etsy? On my Etsy. Um, do you have a link on that in your Instagram? I do, What's yes. What's your Instagram? Um, at BrickDraw. BrickDraw. Uh, no, just BrickDraw, yeah. At Brick Draw, go to Instagram and you can find his Etsy there. Click on that Etsy and you have a you have a sale going on now. This may not air during the sale. That's probably true. Yeah. So really, <laughs> next um, year, <laughs> I guess I'll just be saying like, "Hey, you missed out." Yeah, <laughs> you're lost. Um, yeah. So 
you you missed out on the sale going from October 28th till November 5th. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to get it's it's October 29th now. I won't be able Maybe to get Maybe on that. your no, page like Instagram or something or your page you can like promote it, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be I'll have the right up. Yep. All 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 to this. I'll probably yeah. do another sale like closer to to Christmas or something. Absolutely. So look after sure. that. Um yeah, working on a bunch of new projects. Um some big stuff planned for next year, so that's exciting. Um, hopefully it pans out. Um, I am going to be um, – oh, I had to commit now that I announce it. So yes. I um, – one big thing I, I got into art for is I love storytelling. Um, yeah. You know, I originally got into art because, like, I have comics and Calvin and Hobbes and stuff, and I've kind of gotten away from that and gotten busy with other stuff, but I want to get back to that. And so my goal for um, this next year is by the – the holidays next year, I will have a book that is done, wow. um, illustrated and written, and ready to distribute by next Christmas. Sweet, so that's that's the goal. We will right, we'll have you back around September, October, so yeah. that the podcast <laughs> episode will be live before the book. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Or I'll just be able to say it didn't work out. Guys. <laughs> no. For the no, record, everybody gonna... who knows him, please support him and make sure he makes this deadline. Deadline please, to please, please, please. Just tell me to tell me to do it. Yes. <laughs> We want this out. It's going to be awesome. Just do it. So what's the premise of the book? I have no idea. Oh, we don't know yet. Okay. Even I, I, I have a bunch of loose ideas. I, um, Yeah, the goal is, like, by the end of this year to have that completely nailed down and sketched okay. out and then just okay. be able to, like, work on it throughout the work year. Work on it next year and get it. Um, I'm trying to remember what the production lines are, but, you know, be able to have it done soon enough so that it can get printed. Yeah. Because it's been on the plate, and it's just, you know, I got to I gotta find time to to make it happen, and... Um, it's always the battle. So, but it's like, hey, that's, like, that's what I, that's I want to do. That's what I want to work towards, and, um, you know, so that's, that's how it's going to happen. So in terms of commissions, what could people commission you to do? Oh, man. Um, well, I'll be honest. I'm actually, like pretty full like the rest of this year which wow. is so I'm, they'd be jumping on a wait list you'd be jumping oh i sound so important <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean all kinds of stuff i i've done um uh you know i've done a lot of like album art for people Sweet. um for some like local did a show in like nashville and so met some met some musicians there and did some album art for them um i've done um beer labels storybooks um I've done like story based pet portraits. Sweet. Which is I, not just like a portrait of their dog, but they wanted to like, hey, here's a here's a picture of our dogs going on an adventure and romping around. Like, wow. okay, I can get behind that. That nice. sounds fun. That's um, cool. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. I've done I've done storybooks, children's books, um <clears throat> t-shirts, really all kinds of stuff. But so pretty much any but anything that somebody could think of, you might be able to dabble in it. Mostly, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm open to that, but yeah, actually the rest of this year, I'm like, Booked. I'm like, yeah. All right, sweet. Well, Which we can awesome. go ahead and start wrapping this up and to this, to, in order to wrap this up, a couple of things to do here. I'm going to ask Tony to read a quote. When he first got here, I asked him if he could find a quote about art and we were going to put, I was going to have him do it at the intro and it completely slipped my mind. So I've been thinking about it the whole episode. It's all right, Lance. So You're human. Would you? <laughs> I would. And then if you could answer the question, what does art mean to you? Wow. Oh, 
Yeah, I can try. Let's In one it. word or less, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> that's cruel. Uh, <laughs> right. That's the word. No. But you can think about it while he's do, while he does his quote. You can kind of be thinking well, thank about you, it. Thank you, Lance. It's nice hanging out with you guys again. Absolutely. Um, so my quote is from Leonardo da Vinci. It says, art is never finished, only abandoned. Mm. Yeah. That's a, hard, a good one. It's hard to chew on. It is. Yeah, well, I want to just say, like, Sam, thanks for coming. We talked about having you on last season. I can, It's not like I forgot. I just literally had so many people coming on. Then before I knew it, it was springtime. We always take a big break during spring and summer because we are too busy with children and uh, keeping a yard and all of that stuff. So we don't we don't juggle the podcast in spring and summer. We do it. Uh, that's our off season for it is. Recording. It is a juggle. <laughs> it is a juggle. So, I mean, I just I really enjoy it. I was I was kind of into art when I was a kid because I did uh, I got in I think we talked about this in ours that I got the Bob Ross master paint set and I watched Bob Ross mm. and like I did some Bob Ross painting oh, and yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. That's good stuff. But man, that stuff's expensive. Yeah, so I couldn't keep up with it. But I always was fascinated by the art process. And I have friends that that do music. I have friends that like to write. I've got friends that like to you know do art like painting and all that so i'm really interested to hear how you got started and just your general story and everything yeah, and yeah i think your art's super cool so i hope people take the time to go find you follow you support a local artist so to close out our episode sir would you answer the very simple question of what <laughs> art means to you so simple yeah well actually i i like that that quote that you said it's i honestly don't know what art is I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't know if anyone knows what it is, That's but it is, it's, it's a growing process. You know, you, you either, you either grow or you, or you stop, you know, you keep going or you abandon it. And so yeah. I think for me, it's meant just growing and developing as a person, um, as you know, all the different, figuring out how it connects to all the different roles I have in my life. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's a, it's a growing process. Yes. I love it. Growing, challenging process. Yes. Yeah. Rewarding, but yeah. And thank you for not giving up. Thank you for pressing. Absolutely. Through. Thank you. That's thank the you. stellar move. Just keep <laughs> on keeping on. Keep on. Keeping thanks guys. On. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah, great. Tony. Brandon? Let's just say next time he needs to bring the box of, the, of his earlier works. Oh, no. I'm calling his wife. Never. Nope. <laughs> calling <laughs> his wife. <laughs> not going to happen. Tony should be digging through your trash. Bring it today. Now. Right now. <laughs> I have been known to go through trash. Yes. <laughs> he might throw it away instead of burning Hence it. Hence the burning. <laughs> hey, his earlier work is just art that isn't finished yet, right? Uh, we're like, quote no. from Da Vinci. So. Yeah, it's not it's, finished. You can just abandon in yeah. a culpit somewhere being burnt. Yes. That's awesome. No one wants to see it. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hey, coming. Thank you, guys. It's been Thanks. great. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.